Hey ladies, Coach Kathy Wilson here. Welcome to September. So I wanna bring you up to speed on something major happening for me. After spending an amazing summer recharging and resetting and having a lot of fun, which I hope you did the same, something became crystal clear to me. It's time for me to bring the For Kick-Ass Women Only podcast to an end. Now, whether it's for now or forever, I don't know. But I'm doing the very thing, scary as it is, that I've advocated for you to do, which is pivot when you know that what you're doing is no longer in alignment with who you are and where you want to go. To that end, my last episode will be September 27th, and in these last four episodes, I'm going to be sharing the journey that brought me to this point. But I'm not going away, not even close. I want to encourage you to go on over to my YouTube channel, at the Coach K Dub, the link is in the show notes, and subscribe because that's where the party is moving to. I'm going to be sharing videos each week and offering up the same strategies and encouragement so that you can feel supported in creating a pivot in your life. And don't forget, you can still go to IWantToPivot.com anytime to pick up a resource or two or more to get started pivoting to that life of less hustle and more meaning. Ladies, I'm super grateful for your support over the years. You have been an amazing audience. Let the next chapter begin. Hey there, ladies. I'm Coach Kathy Wilson, Pivot Coach and your host of the Four Kick-Ass Women Only Podcast. Using my proprietary system based in the science of change, mindset, and goal achievement, I coach women to create amazing pivots in their businesses, their careers, and their lives. A life of less hustle and more meaning. So if you're a woman who feels like you're constantly trying to balance your busy days with making time for the things that are truly important to you, and you're ready to pivot to the type of life that offers you more freedom, more adventure, more joy, more money, and more meaning, then this is the place for you. Each week, I'm going to give you the strategies, resources, and mindset shifts that will allow you to reclaim your time and energy in order to pursue a life that is more in alignment with what you truly desire. I'm excited you're here and appreciate you taking the time out to listen to the show. Now, grab your wine, ladies, and let's jump into today's episode. Hey there, ladies. Welcome to the Four Kick-Ass Only Women podcast, the last podcast episode, episode 129. Whew. All right. So I'm going to jump right in here today. Um, For this last episode, before I say goodbye, I'm going to share some personal stuff I went through as I was moving through my own changes in my life that was completely unexpected. And the title of today's episode is Mourning the Loss of What Was. So I'm just going to start by going down a list of things that occurred in my life between mid-June and early August, all right? So I lost my biggest client. My brother threw my mom out, and I had to prepare the house for her arrival here um, before I went to Europe. So we were, like, frantically trying to get the house set up, move my daughter out of one room so my mom can move into that room, get my daughter's new room set up, get my mom's room set up. My brother, my only living sibling, by the way, and my relationship fractured because of that and some other stuff. I traveled overseas. It was fun, but those of you know, like going overseas for a little over two weeks, it's still a lot of work, packing and organizing things and stopping the mail and all that kind of stuff. I came home for a few days and then I went straight to Texas and packed my mom up and brought her back here. When I got big back here, I unpacked my mom and got her all set up in her room, got storage stuff, all the things that she needed. 
I became a full-time caregiver for a 96-year-old. I decided to end my podcast. I decided to make some pretty, some pretty drastic changes to my business. My daughter decided at one point that she was going to transfer schools. And then a few days later, she decided that she wasn't going to transfer. But when you think about what it takes to transfer schools and moving her out of her apartment, I mean, it was stressful, even though nothing actually ended up happening. Her season began, so we started traveling again. We've been to West Virginia. We've been down to Blacksburg. We went to Toledo, and we went back to Blacksburg. We went to Bethlehem. But now, not only are we traveling to see my daughter, but we're traveling with a 96-year-old. And there's still more stuff I need to do with my mom to set up her doctors, her activities, her caregiver, all of these things. So there's been a lot of change in, in a very short period of time. And what I experienced what I got when I got my mom back here and was getting her settled is something happened to me. Like I felt something change in me. Now, I want to preface this by talking a little bit about the fact that when I was younger, I suffered from depression. It came and went, but it was really enough for me to decide to decide at one point in my life that my life had no worth and my only alternative was to commit suicide. So I was suicidal at one point in my life and my depression was also enough that my mom wanted me to think long and hard about whether or not I wanted to go through with my pregnancy when I was pregnant with Elena because she was worried about me suffering from postpartum depression because she knew how bad my depression was. Interestingly enough, after Elena was born, my depression actually subsided and then I became susceptible to what could be considered as what I, I call occasional low moods, right? And I do have them. I have days where I don't feel so off, why well, don't, <clears throat> I have days where I don't feel awesome and that's not unusual for me. It doesn't slow me down, I don't get stuck in bed, you know, I don't feel hopeless, it's just that I, I recognize that this is just sort of a low mood period for me. But what I was feeling when I told you something happened to me, it was different, it wasn't foreign, but it was different. And what I recognized was I was in a full out depression. And I mean, I didn't want to get out of bed. I was crying without knowing why or feeling like I always wanted to cry. I had really no appetite, no joy. There's no enthusiasm toward life or my goals. You know, my normal MO when my mood is low is just to power through. I acknowledge that I'm in a low mood, but I know that it's not telling me that, you know, my life is wrong and that things are wrong. So I just choose to move forward and keep doing what I can do, acknowledging where I am, but not letting it stop me, knowing that, you know, all right, this is going to subside and I'll be further ahead and there's still great things on the horizon for me. That's not how it was for me when I went into the depression. And it's not that I didn't know something was great out there. I just could not feel it. I couldn't connect my emotions to it for a really long time. Now, I do believe depression is real, but it had been so long since I'd been depressed that I was confused as to like, what brought it on? Like, why am I experiencing this now? It didn't make sense. There were so many things in my life that were actually moving toward the kind of life that I wanted. And I'd just come back from Europe and everybody was healthy and there were always all these great things going on that I couldn't figure out why I was in a full out depression. So I'm thinking about like, why are you in a depression? Why are you in a depression? Now you're probably thinking, God, Kathy, you had so much change in your life. I don't know why it wouldn't have been obvious why you could have been in depression. But here's the thing with me. Change doesn't bother me. 
I have had a life that has been marked by great changes and having to switch gears or having to make time to do things that weren't necessarily planned for. And I've always just been very resilient and able to do those things. And it didn't really bother me. So it didn't occur to me that it could be change until I started reading, you know, like what's going on with me? And the questions were like, have you been through a lot of change? (laughs) So what I ended up having to embrace, which was not easy for me, is that maybe the amount of change that I had gone through in such a short period of time was causing me to fall into this depression. So first I gave myself some grace. That's not always easy either to allow myself to be okay with how I'm feeling. I seem to have this level of emotions that I always have to live up to, even though I know it's not realistic. Like it's not real, but in my mind, if I'm not meeting, I'm like, okay, like get yourself together. But this time I gave myself some grace and I did some research online because, you know, internet doctor. And there were a couple things that I came across that I was able to really embrace. First of all, I accepted that a lot of change can cause depression and anxiety. And there's also this thing called adjustment disorder, and that's a reaction to a lot of change. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit here about the symptoms of adjustment disorder. Feeling sad, check. Hopelessness, check. Not enjoying things you used to enjoy, check. Frequent crying, check. Worrying, anxious, check. Nervousness, jittery, check. Difficulty concentrating, check. Feeling overwhelmed, check. Suicidal thoughts or behavior, no check. Difficulty functioning in daily daily activities, check. Withdrawing from social supports, check. Avoiding important things such as going to work or paying bills, no check. Trouble sleeping, check. Lack of appetite, check. I was like, okay, now, granted, I'm not a doctor, and you can find anything on the internet that will align with the symptoms that you had, but there was a lot to be said when I started reading about adjustment disorder that I said, you know what, this sounds like me. But you know what I also acknowledged in that moment is that I was in mourning. My old life, and to some extent, the old me had died, and it was not coming back. My life was never going to be the same. And I did not know what the new life had in store for me. I knew I was working to create. I knew what I was working to create. I know the goals that I have. I know the life that I want to create with more meaning and the ability to prioritize and focus on the things that are important to me. But the plan as to how to get there had been blown to pieces. And I really didn't have a new plan. So Mourning a life that's died through all of the changes that we women face may seem odd, but I can tell you that it's real. Not only is the reality that your body physically and emotionally and mentally and spiritually has a difficult time adjusting to a lot of change, especially when it comes at you so quickly But when the change means that a lot of things have died, your ideas, your expectations, the things that you had, the plans that you had, it just catches you off guard and you feel like you are falling without a net. So what types of things are we mourning? 
Well, we're mourning the routines in our lives that have died, the things that we've had to give up, the plans and expectations that we had that are no longer the way that they were, the freedoms that we had to maybe even go through our day the way that we're used to going through them, and even the identities that we've held for ourselves, who we think we are, they're all gone, but not yet replaced. So I was empty, I was confused and depressed, and that was the truth. Now, I don't know enough about this because this is a new experience for me. I don't know enough about this to say that every woman who goes through a period of change in their lives is going to fall into a depression. But I do believe that whether you acknowledge it or not, there's a period of mourning when you know something is no longer there or it's not the same as it was. It's just like when you, you lose a person. Your life and you are forever changed because a lot of who you were included that person and your interactions with that person. Like the year that I lost to the, the only two people, the only two friends of mine that were in my wedding and my brother and my dad all in one year, March, June, September, September, they were all gone. That changes you and your heart aches for it. The thing that will never come back, you want it to come back and it feels like it should be there, but it's not. So what do you do? I think you give yourself some grace and understanding that you are experiencing something completely normal, that it is normal to feel that depression and that anxiety because your body's been ripped from one place and it's being put into another without any preparation or little preparation. And so you're trying to adjust, your emotions are trying to adjust, your thinking's trying to adjust, everything is trying to adjust to this new place. And then it's also okay to mourn because something has died, it's no longer the same. Even if it's an old life, moving into a new life, even if it's better, there's probably a part of you that's like, wow, we don't give ourselves enough time to mourn what we no longer have or what we have to give up. We tell ourselves that, oh, it was necessary, that, you know what, we did the right thing, making that sacrifice, giving up our dreams, whatever it is. But we don't give ourselves the opportunity to mourn, not nearly enough to be sad, to be disappointed, to say, I miss this. For me, I'm fortunate because my mourning in this case, I know without a doubt, even while mourning and even while being depressed, I know that what's on the other side of all this is going to be far better than what was there, what died. It's just like the death card in the tarot. It's like the destruction card. It's the rising of the phoenix. Something has to die and burn to the ground so something better can be built. But it doesn't mean that that burning to the ground, that destruction is not hard. It doesn't create de depression. It doesn't create these emotions. It doesn't feel uncomfortable. But I know that something better is on the other side. And this is what I want to say about change. This is what I want to say about when you are trying to create a life that you truly want to be living, that you can't necessarily create it on what's already there. Something has to die in order for something better to be born. And there will be a mourning period and there will be some challenges and there may be some depression or there may be some fear or whatever it is. But to not give yourself an opportunity to even try to put yourself first, to live authentically, to live honestly. That to me is, I don't know. 
that to me would be a shame because you deserve it. So again, I just want to say thank you for everything. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for your comments. I want to thank you for your support. I want to thank you for being here with me over these episodes. And again, this may not be goodbye forever. Who knows? But it is goodbye for now. And it could be goodbye forever. I don't know that either. But I just want you to know that I've been grateful for this experience. I'm not going away, though. I'm just going away from the podcast. If you want to stay in touch, please subscribe to my YouTube channel because I am going to be doing videos. Yay! So not only will you get to hear me, you'll get to see me. So I'm going to be doing videos on my YouTube channel. My handle on YouTube is the Coach K Dub. You can get the link in the show notes. I hope you will join me over there. And... Until next time, ladies, go be kick ass. All right, ladies, that's it for today's episode. And for this iteration of the four kick ass women only podcast. Thank you for listening, not only today, but for however long you've been listening with me. I've appreciated the opportunity to come to you each week and talk about how to pivot your life to a life of less hustle and more meaning. As always, if you're interested in some powerful free resources to get you started with your pivot, go to IWantToPivot.com. There are plenty of low cost and no cost resources to help you on your journey. I want to thank you again for listening to the For Kick-Ass Women Only podcast, and I look forward to seeing you over on my YouTube page.